The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. My name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions in Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions in Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week, right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 25 of 2021, and show number 1078, if you're keeping track that way. Well, this week, we continue into June with a celebration of the 20th anniversary of the film Swordfish. Swordfish is an action thriller film directed by Dominic Sena, uh, starring John Travolta, Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, John, Don Cheadle, Vinnie Jones, and Sam Shepard. The film centers on Stanley Jobson, an ex-con and computer hacker, who is targeted for recruitment into a bank robbery uh, because of his formidable hang- hacking skills. The title is a reference to computer passwords in movies from hackers from 1995 to the net, also from 1995. It actually comes from the 1932 film Horse Feathers, where Groucho Marx uses it to get into a speakeasy. It's the password he uses. I first saw this film in theaters, and I recall it being a big deal, especially due to the scene with Halle Berry, and more on that later in the show. It's interesting to note, 20 years of computer technology has passed since then, and the movie may look a little dated because of it. The soundtrack to Swordfish was produced by Paul Oakenfold under the Village Roadshow and Warner Brothers and distributed through London Sire Records, and it contains 15 tracks, of course. The film's orchestral score was written by Christopher Young, with several electronic editions by Paul Oakenfold. Now, fragments from the score were added to the official soundtrack, but were remixed by Oakenfold. A more complete release was re- re- issued as an award pomo- promo, which is noted for its rarity, which we might hear today. First off, we'll hear some music from the official soundtrack, 
album by both Paul Oakenfold and Christopher Young. And I will warn you, there is some language, nothing major, nothing serious, but just some language that some people may find objectionable. So listener discretion is advised. You know the problem with Hollywood is? They make shit. Unbelievable, unremarkable shit. Now, I'm not some grungy wannabe filmmaker that's searching for existentialism through a haze of bong smoke or something. No, it's easy to pick apart bad acting, short-sighted directing, and a purely moronic stringing together of words that many of the studios term as prose. No, I'm talking about the lack of realism. Realism. Not a pervasive element in today's modern American cinematic vision. Take Dog Day Afternoon, for example. Arguably Pacino's best work. Short of Scarface and Godfather Part One, of course. Masterpiece of directing, easily Lamette's best. The cinematography, the, the acting, the screenplay, all top-notch. But... They didn't push the envelope. Now what if in Dog Day, Sonny really wanted to get away with it? What if, now this is the tricky part, what if he started killing hostages right away? No mercy, no quarter. Meet our demands are the pretty blonde and the bell bottoms gets it in the back of the head, bam, splat. What, still no bus? Come on. How many innocent victims splattered across the window would it take? to have the city reverse its policy on hostage situations. And this is 1976, there's no CNN, there's no CNBC, there's no, there's no internet. Now fast forward to today, present time, same situation. How quickly would the modern media make a frenzy over the city? And in a matter of hours, it would be the, the biggest story from Boston to Budapest. 10 hostages died, 20, 30, relentless, bam, bam, one after another. Caught in high def, computer enhanced, color corrected. You practically taste the brain matter. All for what? A bus? A plane? A couple of million dollars that's federally insured?
driven, unflinching, calculating machine.
with a little bit of music from the 2001 film Swordfish. That's music, of course, by Paul Oakenfold. We will get into a little bit of the Christopher Young score in just a little bit. Um, but if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound can also be reached on my website, visionsinsound.ca. I can also be found on Apple Podcasts. If you type in Apple, or if you type in Visions and Sound into either Apple Music or iTunes, you'll be able to find me under Podcasts. And I have a store, um, so you can pick up Visions and Soundware and other type items as well, such as mugs and such. And, uh, yeah, if you want to join me on the live stream tonight, it's a little bit quiet, but, uh, you know, come and join me. Just look for my name, Robert Daniels, under Facebook, and uh, friend me, or if you're my friend already, join me, and uh, we'll chat about the film Swordfish or, you know, whatever comes up in conversation. So welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating the, uh, celebrating the 20th anniversary of the aforementioned Swordfish film. Now, the film received a great deal of press initially because it featured Halle Berry's first topless scene. She was reportedly paid an extra $500,000 on top of her $2 million fee to appear topless in the film. Critics said the scene was forced or looked forced, thrown into the film to garner press. Uh, Berry said that she did the topless scene, knowing that it was gratuitous, to overcome the fear of appearing nude on screen. So here is some more of Paul Oakenfold's music from the film Swordfish. Has a little bit of a Matrix vibe to it, but we'll be back in a little bit and we'll talk more about the film Swordfish. Have you ever heard of Harry Houdini? What? Well, he wasn't like today's magicians who are only interested in television ratings. He was an artist. He could make an elephant disappear in the middle of a theater filled with people. And do you know how he did that? Misdirection. What the fuck are you talking about? Misdirection. What the eyes see and the ears hear, the mind believes.
once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America, sure don't look like much.
Insurance used to be simple. If your home burned down, you got enough money to replace it. Today, we're dealing with partial loss, exclusions, fluvial water loss, deductibles, and more. That's why it's important to talk to a broker like Jocelyn Insurance. We'll explain your options, get you proper coverage, and make insurance simple again. Jocelyn Insurance. Real people, real protection. A real insurance broker in Cambridge, Elmira, New Hamburg, Kitchener, Tavistock, and Wellesley. Jocelyn.com. That's J-O-S-S-L-I-N.com. If you're still unsure about the COVID-19 vaccine, here's what you need to know so you can be confident that the vaccine is safe for you. The vaccine has no microchip, no preservatives, no pork or blood products, no fetal cells, and no formaldehyde. It does have decades of research behind it, and it will keep you and your loved ones protected from the risks of the COVID-19 virus. Pre-register today at regionofwaterloo.ca slash COVID-19 vaccine. A message from the Region of Waterloo. It's iconic, showcasing the best in cinema. And it's right here in Waterloo Region. Princess Cinemas, Kitchener Waterloo's award-winning independent art house cinema, treasured by theater lovers since 1985. The Princess will get you lost in real cinema. From contemporary and cult films to new international, Canadian, and specialty releases. Princess Cinemas, with three screens in Uptown Waterloo at 46 King Street North and 6 Princess Street West in Uptown Waterloo. Check it all out at princesscinemas.com. CKWR.
With a little bit of music from the film Swordfish. We are celebrating the 20th anniversary of said film. 
If you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on Visions and Sound, of course, you can call me at or, or email me at visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionssound. I can also be reached on my website, visionsinsound.ca, and I can also be found in through uh, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts or uh, iTunes depending on, uh, you know, where you want to go. In any case, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating, of course, the 20th anniversary of the film Swordfish. Now, the opening scene of Swordfish is most the most complicated visual effect in Warner Brothers history. It was shot using Matrix-like effects by frantic films of Winnipeg, Manitoba. The effect has so many composites in it that the producers and directors could not determine what was real and what was created by computer. So we continue the show now with a little bit more music from Swordfish. In this case, the score by Christopher Young released on the, on his, well, basically released as a promo. So here is some music from Christopher Young's score to Swordfish. Back in a bit. Thank you. 
And with a little bit of music from the film Swordfish. That's music by Christopher Young. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating the 20th anniversary of the film Swordfish. Reviews of the film were mixed on reviews stating uh, Swordfish is a big is big on explosions, but critics dislike how it skimps on plot and logic. Also, the sight of a person typing at a computer just isn't that interesting. Another stated, with its blasé blend of bogus international intrigue and action for action's sake, Swordfish suggests a James Bond movie stripped of humor. True, there are a few moments of wit, like the opening sequence, but the dominant tone masquerading as humor is snide, rancid nihilism devoid of laughs. Unless the wholesale destruction and gloating stupidity are what tickle your funny bone. The film reportedly grossed over $147 million on a production budget of 102, so it made its money back. John Travolta's performance in the film earned him a Razzie Award nomination for Worst Actor. Well, we'll close out today's show with a little bit more music from the film Swordfish, and I'll be back to wrap up the show in just a minute.
with a little bit of music from the 2001 film Swordfish as we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of the film. Yeah, 20 years ago, hard to believe. In any case, that's all for me this week. Uh, thanks for hanging in those that did. If you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsandsound. I'm on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also be found on my website, visionsinsound.ca, where this show will show up in probably about uh, maybe an hour, hour and a half's time. That in mind, I hope that uh, before I end off today's show, I hope as you're getting on with your day, that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As, as Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, and Kids Help Phone 1-800-668-6868 all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be, in, may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week as, yes, we conclude June with a celebration of the 30th anniversary of Terminator 2, Judgment Day. I'll end off uh, this week's show with some more music from uh, Christopher Young's score to Swordfish, and I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound.